Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. This is Lady Hutchins. Good morning. Good morning. Where shall you greet me this morning? Good yeah. Hey, you greeting?
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charlie and the Finisher. Who's on the line? Good morning, Charlene, the Finisher. This is Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Thanks for calling in this morning. How are you? Thank you. Not well. I'd like to get put a prayer request in, if that's okay. Okay. It's for a friend of mine. Her name is Marissa uh, Neal. And her mother and father died a week apart. They were mm-hmm. supposed to have the funeral for a mother Friday, and her father passed away on Thursday. So, yeah. okay. So her name was Marissa. Marissa, M A U R, Marissa. Okay, I'm so sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah, they had to cancel the funeral and schedule it for next week for a double funeral now. It's crazy. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, we're definitely praying. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're quite welcome. You have a great day. Yes, have a great day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you, Yvonne. You have a great day, okay? Yeah. Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, family. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. How are you doing this morning? Wonderful. And yourself? Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Yes. I'm, yes. Triumphant <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> I see I'm still in. I feel great. I feel awesome. You have yeah. a great day, pretty Patrice. Anyone else want to say good morning? 
excuse me, excuse me. I, I, I have a prayer request with Sister Lisa again. Uh-huh, go ahead. Okay, did you pray for my family, the Lewis family? We're going to the service tomorrow to lay my cousin to rest. So keep us in prayer, please. We do. Thank you. Good morning, Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Serena. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. Have a Happy wonderful Tuesday. day. You too. All right. Good morning, Serena. This is Stephanie. Happy Tuesday. You said this is who? Stephanie. Sister Stephanie. Oh, Sister Stephanie. Good morning to you. Good morning. You have a great day. Okay, I need to watch the line. Is too much noise in the background? Thank you so much. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Brother Jonathan. Good morning, Brother Jonathan. I haven't heard you on a call. This is your first time or? Uh, no, ma'am. Okay. Okay. It was nice to hear your sound, and thanks for calling in this morning. You have a great and awesome day. You too. Good morning, Serena. Good morning, Victory family. Good morning, Elder John, Lady H. It's Rochelle. <laughs> Good morning, Rochelle. Good morning to you. Good morning. Any- Good morning, Pastor. Okay. Who is that? Yeah, Dennis. Good morning to you. Thanks for calling in. Welcome. Good morning, beloved Barb. Happy Tuesday. God bless everybody. Happy Tuesday to you, beloved. Okay, anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Okay. I need everyone to check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. And before I do that, I want to thank everyone for praying for me. I am doing well. Thanks so much for your prayers. I really do appreciate it. Okay, let me go ahead and get started. Hello, my name is Tarina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue joining us daily during May where our new monthly theme is entitled Grace. This means that all our declaration will be regarding the grace that God has extended to us through Christ, our Savior and Lord. There are one announcement today. Please join us for TNT Bible study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight, right here on the call from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. There is no prayer request from the app, but we, we do have two spoken prayer requests. One is from Michael, praying for his friend, Melissa Neal, um, her mom has mom and dad has passed away a week apart. Please pray for their comfort, strength, and 
in the name of Jesus. Also, we have prayer requests from Lisa. Um, pray for the Lewis family. The service is on tomorrow. Also, I want to pray for um, India, for that country, for everyone that's going through the COVID. Pray, pray for also for the supplies that need it. Okay. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Barbara, declaration, Elizabeth Hudson. Then we go right to closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Barbara. Declaration is Elizabeth Hudson. Then we go right to closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for the day is from John 1:14. The word became flesh and made and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. I want to read another scripture that Lavina has uh, stated um, at the end of her declaration, Acts 20, 24. That, uh, it reads, but whether I live or die is not important, for I don't esteem my life as indispensable. It's more important for me to fulfill my destiny and to finish the ministry my Lord Jesus has assigned to me, which is to faithfully preach the wonderful news of, the, of God's grace. Oh, I love that scripture. It really uh, ministered to me. I hope it ministered to you, to everyone that's on the call. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until they start to come off mute. I now pass the card over to the prayer warrior, Barbara. I want to wish every mother happy mother, early Mother's Day on Sunday. Okay. Good morning, Heavenly Father. I come to you once again. Does the scripture mean nothing to you that says the spirit that God breathes into our hearts is a jealous lover? who intensely desires to have more and more of us. But he continues to pour out more and more grace unto us. For it says, God resists you when you are proud, but continuously pours out grace when you are humble. So then surrender to God, stand up to the devil, and resist him, and he will turn and run away. Move your heart closer and closer to God, and he will come closer to you. But make sure you cleanse your life, you sinners, and keep your heart pure and stop doubting. Stop doubting. Feel the pain of your sin. Be sorrowful and weep. Let your joking around be turned into mourning and your joy into deep humiliation. Be willing to be made low before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I come to you once again, thanking you, Father, for allowing us to wake up and see another day, Lord. Somebody didn't wake up this morning, Father, and I just am so grateful that you allowed us to wake up. I thank you for this call that we have every morning, Lord, serving you first, Father. Lord, I just come thanking you for the day, thanking you for the weather. Thanking you for just all the things that you provide for us. Lord, we are so grateful this morning, Lord. Lord, I just want to lift up Marissa and her family to you, Lord. 
uh, Michael's friend, Father, asking you to comfort, Father, as only you can comfort, Lord Jesus. We thank you for her and her family, Lord Jesus. For Lisa, the Lewis family, Lord, I ask that you be with them tomorrow as they lay to rest their loved one, Lord Jesus. Lord, I lift up Femi's wife to you, Father, thanking you for allowing her and her children to be okay after that terrible accident, Lord. Father, we know that you're a healer. We know that you have angels watching around us, Lord. Lord, I lift up the country of India to you, Father, asking you, Lord, to continue to uh, bless that country, Lord, and uh, provide the things that they need provided for, Lord. And I lift our country up to you, Father, thanking you for our country, Lord. We are a great country, but I know there's so many things that we're just not doing. I know you're not pleased with us right now, Father. But I just ask that we as Christians are striving to do what is right and to do your will in our lives and to have you be proud of us, Lord, for the things that we do and say and how we are obedient to your word, Lord Jesus. Lord, my heart is so full this morning because you're such a gracious Savior to us, Lord. Thank you for the birds and the bees and the air and the wind and just thank you for a place to stay lord i lift those that are outside that don't have a place to stay father i just ask you lord to touch them in a special way and help them to be provided for lord this is a rich country there's no reason why people should be homeless lord jesus lord things are just going so crazy right now lord jesus lord as we are going through this pandemic father give us strength to go from day to day, to still be obedient to your word, still praise your name, because you're still an awesome Savior, Lord Jesus. We thank you for being our healer, Lord. We thank you for just how you you love us so much, Lord. You love us so much that you sent your only son down here to die a horrible death so that we might have this moment right now, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just praise you this morning, and I just magnify your name, Lord, and I just I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for your grace. We have newfound grace every single morning, Lord, and I just thank you for that, Father. I just ask everyone to take their phones off of mute and continue to praise the Lord with me this morning, Lord. Thank Thank you. 
a tool for triumph, and that would be with grace. So I would ask that you would, if you have pencils and paper, uh, that you would take some notes because I'm going to do some walking this morning. Um, so the first thing I want to do, um, I know we know and we've heard what grace is, and we often go with the definition that grace is unmerited favor. But I do believe we should we should take a little uh, step closer and deeper into seeing what exactly it is grace is. So uh, when dealing with something in Scripture, one of the things that I've been taught and enjoyed doing is you always want to look at and locate uh, the, the law of first mention. The law of first mention says when you're looking at a word or a particular thing in Scripture, you find where it is uh, noted the first time in scripture, and that will usually tell you how it's supposed to look from that point on. So the first time we actually hear the word grace is in the book of Genesis. So if you can turn with me to the book of Genesis, chapter 6, book of Genesis chapter 6, and we will read uh, from the Amplified Version, chapter 6, I'm going to start at verse 5, and it reads as follows, the Lord saw that the wickedness or depravity of, of man was great on the earth, and that every imagination or intent of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. The Lord regretted that he had made mankind on the earth, and he, and he was deeply grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy, annihilate mankind whom I have created for the surface of earth, not only man, but everything that man has touched, the animals and crawling things and the birds of the air, because deeply grieves me to see mankind's sin, and I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor and grace in the eyes of the Lord. I find it interesting that if we look at that particular scripture, I know some people would say, well, sir, how do you see that that's a good thing? Well, you have to understand that grace always comes with an assignment. There is never a chance or time in the Bible where you see an allotment of grace in your life personal or in your life observed that there is a grace for something that is just to be there. No, ma'am, no, sir, grace is there for you to accomplish a set assignment. If truth be told, when we begin to look into the definitions of of grace, excuse me, one of the definitions was a virtue from God. This means the power from God. Well, this is absolutely interesting because when you begin to look at what happened here in the book of Genesis is you first hear what the issue was. The issue was is that mankind had gotten to a place where they no longer reverenced God as God. And you have to understand that there will always be something that will cause you, if you are in the grace for that space, to be 
upset or there will be always something for you to be assigned to. And we see that after God had given the issue, I think it's funny that it did not stop there, but he said that there was a man named Noah who found grace with God, who found the ability to be separated for God. See, when you're talking about grace, grace also deals with sanctification, which means the ability to be separated for purpose. Hmm. That sounds like what we just said, that it is grace that when you go into something, that it is not that you're just there to be there, but the grace for something is to accomplish a purpose, to accomplish a goal. You have to know and understand that no matter what it is that God has called you to, yes, there will be an issue. But the wonderful part about grace is, is that if there is an issue and you are there, you are the issue solver. If there is a problem and you are there, you are the problem solver. Because of grace, you have been given the unmerited favor to establish, be established, walk through, come out of, or endure the space at that time. Let's deal with this word unmerited. A lot of times we hear unmerited and just leave it at unmerited. But you have to understand that, first of all, unmerited means that this is something that does not deserve your praise, that you have not done anything that deserves your attention, that deserves even you being there. So when you understand that God has given you the grace in the space for the issue, you begin to understand how much power you actually have. One of the things that began to stand out to me um, was some of the definitions, and I'm going to read them to you. Um, One of the things that grace is, is a state of sanctification enjoyed through divine assistance. That sounds like really good words. So let me show you, let me break that all the way down for you. It is a place of social positioning to manifest, make happen, or accomplish the vision set in place by God as the superior to you as the underling. Hmm. So you mean to tell me that in the middle of what I'm going through, I am given the grace, I am given the the favor, I am given the opportunity to conquer in the place that I don't even think I should be, in the place that I don't even feel comfortable in. Can I tell you, the truth is, most of the time, you will not feel comfortable in a grace assignment. No, you will not feel comfortable in a grace assignment because if you are comfortable in a grace assignment, that now means that you are no longer depending on God, but you are depending on self. And grace is the absolute look where you no longer can depend on your own ability. The uh, another definition, watch this, is approval or favor. When one is favored, it means there is a a regard, a special regard, shown by the superior to the one that is under. When there is favor, 
there is a regard, a special regard shown by the superior, superior here being God, to the uh, the sub, the sub being you, to accommodate or make accommodations for. Hmm. The act of approving formally or officially. So when we're dealing in grace, when you deal with grace, God does a few things. I know we hear often that grace ain't fair and grace don't seem right. But do you understand that it is fair and it is right if God has so graced you in the moment? Case in point, what comes to mind is when uh, one of our favorite stories is David. David, we know David. David uh, did all that he could do. But it was interesting to me because in the, as I began to study and prepare, not only did you see that uh, the that grace, excuse me, is a regard shown by the superior, that means that the superior has had you in mind for a specific task. There's a task analysis or there is a task that needs to be done, and the superior or the one that is calling the shots has thought about you to make sure that that task is done. You remember growing up as a kid, mama, daddy, grandma would say, hey, make sure that the dishes are done, the kitchen is clean, and the trash is taken out. And they would give it to you and make sure that you did what they said do. Sometimes we gripe and complain about the grace that we are given, which is, excuse me, the expectation that God has put on our life. And we gripe and complain about it, but we never stop to think that because he's given it to you, he trusts you with it. Oh, my. Because he has given you the assignment, because he has shared the assignment with you, he trusts you with that. Thing. He trusts your ability. Can I tell you, and this is one of the things that I absolutely enjoy God for, but I oftentimes hear people talk about our faith in God. But do you ever stop to think about God's faith in you? What is faith? Faith is the ability to believe in or trust in something to force something. If God has faith in you, that you will make it to an expected end or a successful end, that means that he has given you the grace, the shown favor, to execute a plan or purpose that he has in mind. All that his glory can be revealed. To make accommodations for. In the middle of what you're going through, in the middle of something that happens, uh, uh, your grace is the place that allows you to get the payment for that area. Your grace in that situation is what is your identification. Your grace in that thing is what will cause God to realize and smile because you are accomplishing something. Watch this, not in your own strength, but in the strength that he has provided. The act of approving formally and officially the privilege 
one of the other scriptures that the Lord took me to, um, when I began to look at that, it kind of cracked me up. I told you um, we were talking about David, uh, but over in 1 Samuel chapter 16, it reads like this. The Lord said, uh, excuse me, uh, chapter 16, verse 1, it reads, the Lord said to Samuel, how long will you grieve for Saul when I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have chosen a king for myself among his sons. Then Samuel said to Jesse, verse 11, are all your sons here? Jesse replied, there is still one left. The youngest, he is tending the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, send word and bring him here, because we will not sit down to eat the sacrificial meal until he comes. So Jesse sent word and bought him in. Now he had a ruddy complexion with beautiful eyes and a handsome appearance. And the Lord said to Samuel, arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the presence of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. And Samuel arose and went to Ramah. And you have to see here uh, what we're talking about is God doing it a Officially and doing it formally. See, it is right here where you will at some point in your grace will no longer be able to be hidden, but you then have to be anointed and appointed for the situation that God has so called you to. You are then appointed, which means there is a audience that knows what you what happened. They know that you were anointed for the job. It's interesting that we live in a day and time where you can go on the internet and become certified in anything, and you can tell anybody that you're certified in that thing only because you got it off the internet. You paid a few dollars to become uh, uh, titled with the titles that you have. Uh, you, you paid a few dollars to be whoever it is that you say on your Instagram page. You paid a few dollars to be whoever you you say you are on your Twitter page. You paid a few dollars to pay whoever you say you are on your on your Facebook page. But let the truth be told, nobody knows who you are. And and so the problem here is is that when you don't have the audience of approval, uh, not necessarily meaning that they have approved you, but they have uh, affirmed that God has called you to the work. And so there's a place in your grace, even grace to, if you will, could you mute your phone, please? Um, there is a, a space in your, in your grace that will cause you to see uh, that God is actually doing something on your behalf with you in mind. And so right here we begin to see that the, the Bible says that Samuel took his, his, his horn of oil um, and, and began to anoint David, which was his, uh, that was David's stepping out day. Uh, that was David's affirmation, if you will. That was David's confirmation uh, that everything that he had been going through on the backside of the mountain is about to come to the forefront. 
You have to understand that somebody has to know that you are anointed for the job. Somebody has to know that you are anointed to take care of this task. You have to know and understand that God doesn't do anything halfway. So if there is something that God wants you to be uh, included in, he's not going to leave you hidden, but you now have to become exposed by this thing called grace in order to in accomplish the job or the purpose at hand. So now it's been done officially. Now you are privileged. Now you have been set aside. You have been anointed for the position. You have been anointed and appointed for the job. You have been put in place by God. Watch this. This next definition cracked me up. Charming and attractive. Pleasing appearance in your effect. Oh, man. I find that so funny because you have to know when certain people are walking through things and they look so bitter and they look so sour, you have to, I almost wonder, are you anointed for that or did you just pick it up? Are you graced for that or did you just pick it up? Are you the one that's supposed to be doing that or did you just pick it up? And here it's telling us that you are pleasing in, a, in, in the appearance. You ever do something and, and you know that you're doing it, but you're like, God, I don't know how this is going to work. And you do whatever it is that you were graced to do at that time and in that moment, and you 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 look at it and you, you start looking at all the craziness that's going on with it. And, oh, God, I can't believe that I, I did like that. But, but, but somebody will come to you and say, you know what? You did that so beautifully. You did that so wonderfully. I, how did you do that? And the whole time you're sweating bullets and, tell, and you learn to say, glory be to God. It was the grace of God that brought me here because I, I don't know if I could, I, I didn't do that by myself. And so grace is never a indication of what you can do by yourself, but it's always a indication of what you can do with the help of God. To ease or to move with ease and suppleness or in bearing. In the idea that you are able to move with ease and suppleness, I began to look up the word supple, and it, it began to talk about how you would be able to move uh, and not move uh, rigidly, and, and there's no stiffness to you, but there is a, a, a place in you that does it smoothly. You're fluent like water. You move with grace, or you move with ease, and it's easy on the eyes to see, and you just flow. Through it. Grace will give you the ability to flow. As I begin to get ready and study, one of the other things that, that came across as a definition was the word confer. To confer dignity, power, and honor. To confer dignity power, and honor. 
Um, in my at the at the at my church, my bishop taught one time about uh, what it looks like to confer. But in order to confer, there has to be a superior power uh, that gives to a non-superior power uh, that gives to a, a a individual that is not able to do the assignment by themselves. So when you begin to talk about what grace is, it is heaven. Grace is heaven's um, backup. Grace is heaven's backup for you. Uh, it is heaven's. Oh Lord, what is the word? Grace is is heaven's financial push. Because of grace, you have heaven's. Uh, blank check. Thank you, Lord. You have heaven's endorsement for the job. Because what grace does is grace is God sitting as ruler, looking at you and saying, in the earth, I need my glory to be revealed. And I'm trusting you to get it done. So whatever it is that you need from heaven, we'll take care of the bill. You see how grace and faith work together. In the in in the prep, in the preparation for this, um, one of the things that I, I was began to look at, um, and I've been work doing some working out, and one of the things that I began to look at was my um, resistant bands look at my resistant bands, and I, I started looking at it and looking at it, and the more I looked at it, the more intriguing it became to me. And so I said, okay, God, what is it that you're trying to say? And I began to say, let me go look up what it means or what a resistance band does. When I looked at the resistance band, it said that the resistance band does a number of things, and these are some of the things that some of the benefits of grace or the resistance band. The resistance band is to build strength. This means that it causes or exerts a certain amount of force on your muscles so that your muscles can be strengthened to handle a certain thing. Your muscles are going through to be able to carry the load. It says that it improves mobility. That goes back to us talking about supple, which means to be easy and fluent without stiffness or awkwardness. The next thing it said, it is for rehabilitation, meaning to make your, your that which was tight and locked up loose and able to move and able to move with ease for a particular task. It also said that it is good for weightlifting, which means uh, it pushes your muscles, it pushes your ability and makes them engage to the highest level possible. Oh, my. So when we're in that and we say we can't do it, we can't do it, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much, and we look up and grace has said, ta-da, I'm here. 
You can't give up right here. Here, let me show you how to pray here. Here, let me show you how to press here. Here, let me show you how to lift up here. Here, let me show you how to give it to God here. The other thing that it said that, uh, uh, excuse me, um, resistant bands are for is for weightlifting, which means, excuse me, uh, weightlifting, which engages your muscles, but it's also good for upper body support. So your grace is your support system. Your grace is your area of support. The grace that you have for that moment is for for heaven to support you, to stand underneath you, to stand in front of you, to stand behind you, to push you, to charge you in the place that needs to be taken care of. It is also to improve your quality. It helps with your focus, which means when you're going through your quality, it means your stuff doesn't look like everybody else. But what it does do is it, 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 it helps your focus. It engages your focus. It gives you the ability to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. It recruits the ability for you to be stable. The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable. So your grace causes you to come to a place of stability. It recruits the ability for you to be stable. Stable in what? Stable in your press stable in your day-to-day, stable in your in your everyday life, in your every moment life. You have to understand, just like with the resistance band, you don't want to pick it up one day and just try to use it. But it is if you are, are trying to accomplish a goal, if there's a goal in mind, when you pick it up, you are working toward your goal. You are focused on the fact that you have a goal in mind. There's a place that you're trying to get to. There's an idea that you're trying to get to. Watch this. After that, it is fundamental for, for, for excuse me, fundamental for day-to-day use and foundation. Fundamental for use of day-to-day foundation. I know his mercies are new every morning, but did you thank God for the grace to go through the day? Did you thank God for the unmerited favor, the, the, the place where you don't deserve or it's nothing special? Did you thank God for the ability to move in that regard? It promotes you to better and better lifestyle form. Grace is the thing that will come and hold you together and grow you up. Grace is the thing that comes to strengthen those core muscles that are cause you to stand appropriately. 
Grace will also teach you in your focus, it teaches you what works and what does not work. Remember, according to Scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11 says that I, my thoughts of you are not thoughts of evil, but thoughts to bring you to, King James says, expected in, and that can be translated to successful in. So God has given you grace because there's a place of success that he sold dreams for you to be. With this, this is, and so the in in your grace, in your maneuvering, excuse me, in your maneuvering, you have to know that grace is not something that you do by yourself. But the truth is, is that grace would be my inability covered by God's ability. Grace is my inability covered by God's ability. It is the unqualified, qualified exchange of heaven. Grace is the unqualified, qualified exchange of heaven. When you begin to look at the word grace in the Hebrew, it's a word picture for God's provision of new life, deliverance, charge, and expectation. And it is in grace. And the Bible says that it, we, we were saved by grace through Christ. And the only way that you can obtain the ultimate goal which is heaven. Watch this. And it is only through Christ, Jesus the Christ. There's no other way. There's no other how. It is through Jesus the Christ that you make the ultimate goal or you fulfill the ultimate purpose by making it to heaven. On your way there, you are graced with the ability to win souls. On your way there, you are graced with the ability to minister to someone. That doesn't mean you need a caller. That means that you are somewhere somebody needs. There's a word in your mouth because of what you've experienced. You were graced to go through what you went through so that you can come to where you are, to where they are, and say to them, where God gave me the grace, I'm going to show you and pray for you that he gives it to you the same. So scripture, and I close with this, scripture says, where is the place for boasting? There is none. Why? Because it was through grace that we are where we are. It is safe to say, and I close here, 
it is safe to say that if grace is involved, if grace is in the picture, there is no place where you can be self-righteous. There is no place where you can be such much. There is no place where you can lord over people because if grace were not involved, if, if, if grace were not a part of the equation, you would probably be a lot worse than you are. With that being said, I open pray that there was something that was uh, said. Um, I now turn the call back over. Amen. I think that was an awesome declaration. Thank you so much, Jonathan. As we begin to share about grace on this morning, there were so many nuggets, amen, that I just couldn't keep them all together. I just want to say that your share really, really blessed me this morning um, to know that I'm graced in that space to accomplish the goal that God so saw fit to put me in. Oftentimes we kind of feel like we're, you know, maybe I can't do that and maybe I'm not the one for the assignment, but grace says otherwise and grace becomes the driving factor. Grace becomes our support to accomplish the task. So thank you so much for reminding us on this morning about how grace actually operates in our life. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed your declaration. Good morning, Brother Jonathan. Thank you for your declaration. Welcome to Declare Victory this morning. To God be the glory. Good morning. Um, good morning, good morning. This is Christina. Awesome declaration. I, I don't think I've ever heard you before, so that was great. Thank you for reminding us of grace. Good morning, Elder Jonathan. Great declaration. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Thank you, Lord. And I get to hear you on a Tuesday. Amen. Great declaration, and thank you for just reminding uh, me of expectation through grace from Jesus Christ. So great declaration. Thank you again. Good morning, Brother Jonathan. This is Diane. I Good truly, morning. truly enjoyed you this morning. This message on grace, and I will keep this in my heart. And it's, it's just so many nuggets that, that you gave us this morning on grace and it tells me that we can't take grace for granted because it's nothing that we have done, but it's all about what God has done. Mm -hmm. He's given us his unmerited favor that we don't deserve. Great declaration. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to hear more of you. Thank you. Hey, good morning. Good morning. This is Dee Dee. Oh, what an amazing, refreshing, much-needed word and sound. Um, I am the songstress of Declare Victory, but I just wanted to tell you that your sound was so <laughs> needed. I, When you said you will not feel comfortable in your grace assignment, I was like, ooh-wee, ooh-wee. And then just how grace will hold you together, and it'll grow you mm -hmm. up. We needed that, bro. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I took so many notes, and I, like uh, Sister Diane said, I can't wait to just hear you in rotation. God bless. Love you. 
Good morning, good morning, Brother Jonathan. This is Priscilla, persistent Priscilla. Good morning. Good morning. morning. (laughs) I just want to say, um, rich, um, necessary, um, with excellence, uh, definitely uh, anointed um, teaching, um, and all of us, I'm sure needed it in one way or another. I took notes, but I'm sure I missed something. But that's just for me to go back and study. But it was just excellent, excellent, because it's clearing up where I am um, and how it's been incredibly uncomfortable. I like it when Didi said that that was a point that was definitely needs to be made. But all the other points, my goodness, defining grace on this level and understanding um, just empowers you and the truth, you know, helps you as you go through the process, identify it, identify yes. things that are around you and what you see. And that's what I like because oftentimes you just feel lost. And yes. um, we know we can't rely upon our feelings. We all know that. But to have the clarity and to be able to identify it, that's necessary. It really is. It's important because you want to be, you want to go through this, and and no, you want to be, you know, you want that assurance. And you just gave us more assurance and defining right. grace. And so I just want to say thank you for spending the time with the Lord and uh, feeding his sheep and loving on yes. us. I so yes, appreciate ma'am. you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And and even there, when you when you take on the mindset that you don't have to be the one uh, that makes it happen, it puts you in the understanding that grace is not your own and that because of grace, I can call on God at any given time. You don't have to be in the middle. I know sometimes we're in stuff and, and, and we're going through in our head and, and we're just, you know, we're, we, I don't know if you've ever been in the place where you said, I think this is too much for God or too little for God. How insulting to the creator of all things that we don't think it's okay for us to tap him and say, God, I need your grace right here. Watch this. Remember, grace is your your strength from God. It is the thing that God has given you to endure something, to go through something. So I would that you would continue to pull on, on the grace of God. Amen. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Do you hear me? Yes. Hi, this is my Simona. Oh, God. Hi, well, I, Simona. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> but your declaration, wow, what's a great, awesome declaration. Let me tell you, I just you. love how not only did you break it down, sir, but how you shown grace doing it. I don't know if I'm saying it right, because even how you was um, explaining and breaking down the grace um, and, 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 and in that way. I felt it in the way of um, being, like, getting a way better understanding. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and how you even explained, uh, like, even in the midst, you know, of going and, and you just being who God called us to be. And that's just the thing that's popping up in my head right now is how – you know, we know, I know I'm called and, and I know I'm his daughter and all. So how the grace in that moment 
really allows me to believe that. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, really yes. believe that because that's what I felt like you just did this morning as far as how you broke it down. And I'm so beyond grateful for that because even even how you had said about how God, he even, he wouldn't, he would give it to us. He gives it to us because he believes we can do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that just even pushed me even more. Like, wow, duh. Like, uh, I just love how you brought it and how, and you, you. And like you brought grace. You felt the grace in how you brought it to us. You know, you guys, y'all gotta excuse me. I feel a little tongue tied, but I know I know what I'm talking about. So you guys, I, be I, with I, me. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for that. God for this for that strength that that you brought with the grace this morning that you gave me. I want to thank you for that. So thank you. Thank you. Everybody has. And everybody has something in them that God trusts them with. Um, the fact that you're graced in the area that you're graced in means that there's something that God trusts you with. There's an area of expertise. Watch this. Our area of expertise goes so far, but the grace gives us the ability to extend past what we're able to do. Sometimes we don't, we're, we're, we, God gives us the grace to do a thing and we'll do all that we can do and then we want to quit. But the truth is, is when you've exerted as much as you can and you've exhausted your, your, that muscle, part of uh, muscle building, they'll tell you in order to build the muscle with definition, it has to be exhausted first. And then at its exhaustion, then it's built to its potential. So in your potential, you have to know that God trusts you right there. And again, it gives you the ability in your inability to say, God, I need your help here. Yes. And that's the word right there that you use. He trusts me right there. And that, that, oh God, just hearing it again, it just was like, God, I thank you. You trust me, Father. I love you. You trust me, mm-hmm. I'll thank you. You know, glory mm-hmm. God. That's dope, huh, Mona? <laughs> that God trusts us. Hey, you saw that? Right. He trusts us. Even our, in, in our inability, he graces us mm-hmm. in our inability and trusts us to reach the goal, even though we feel unable to do it. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? Ma'am? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was deep. Yes, it was. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Brother Jonathan, wow. you brought the wow. it real deep. It's Denise and, oh, my God. Good yes. morning. Good morning, brother. Yes, you brought the word and the definition. Then you even brought it down that a child can understand what you were saying. Like, oh, brother, you brought it. Yes, you did. Yes. Amen. You brought the word. God and I love the way you were patient and graceful enough to even explain, even by definition. And you brought it down a little bit more, even in definition. So I thank you, brother. And thank you have you. a blessed and wonderful day. Oh, God. You do the God, same. Let God continue using you. Man, oh, my God. Thank you, thank you. Elder Jonathan, um, I, I will never 
I'll actually, I'll just go get my resistance band and wear it like an infinity scarf, just as a reminder uh, of what it meant. You broke that thing down and, and that part right there. Sometimes we just need something tangible to remind us, to help us um, of what was taught to us so we can keep that on the forefront. So I'm pulling out my resistance band. I said I was going to use it. Also. I'm aware it as an infinity scarf, but thank you. And oh, so off. even get off the phone, even, <laughs> even there, there's there's a a point when you that it it it's everyday use. It's an mm-hmm. everyday use. It's an everyday thing that you can wake up and say, God, I need your grace today. His mercies are fresh. His grace. Is it's fresh. It, it's God. I need your mercy today. That doesn't make you smaller. What that actually does, it 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 makes you begin to grow and manifest, or 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 cause things to happen in your in your atmosphere that God wants to make happen. Grace is the way for a tabernacle experience because it also opens up worship. I'm going to be quiet now. Okay. But Rachel, check it out. Although you was being funny and said that you would wear your your resistance band around your head like an infinity like an infinity scarf, but listen, can you imagine if we exercise the grace of God in our brains? You gave us mm-hmm. great a great uh, wordplay there because the the exercise of grace in our brains. Sometimes we can get to a place, and there are times in my life, and just recently, I was just in a place. And I had to look at myself in the mirror. I didn't have anybody. I wasn't on the victory mm-hmm. call. Nobody was saying, Lizzie, you can do it. But I had to say within my mind, I'm grace for this. Even though I felt like I was buckling under the pressure, I'm grace for this. Because what as a man thinketh, so is he. So when we begin to grace our mindset and, and we begin to declare out of our mouth what heaven has already, he just told us that heaven wrote a check. Heaven has bet on us. That grace is a, is a currency in heaven. And so it trickles down to me saying, I'm grace for this. I got this. I'm the woman for the job. God called me to the kingdom for such time as this. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me because grace begins to unlock the word that is hidden in our hearts that we might yes. not stand against him and get to the finish line. Girl, you said something there. Wear, mm-hmm. wear the grace man like an infinity scarf. That causes mm-hmm. us to stretch our brain and stretch our mind. Um, the scripture tells us to let this mind be in us. That's also in Christ Jesus. The scripture talks about the renewing of the mind. That's the component of grace. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go on mute. That was good. Yeah. yeah, and I said that because a lot of times um, – we don't realize the tools that we have right at our fingertips. Right. I say that for me is because I have to always. Sometimes I can't. I, I I can't see afar off. I know what the experience was, but sometimes I need something in my hand. I need something right before me to remind me because sometimes these emotions and 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 mm-hmm. and people will make us forget about the grace about how we got to where we are. So I say that because for me, it's a reminder for those who can't see beyond what they see. I I trust God. I have faith in God. But if I can just, those tools that have been given to me to hold in my hand, I I, I believe God. I love God. I trust God. 
But every now and then, I'm a Thomas every here and there and up in there. Good morning, everyone. This is Miss Tony. Thank God for another morning just to be alive and thank God for his grace and his mercy. Good morning. I enjoy minister, pastor, whoever you are, man of God. I enjoyed the declaration. It was awesome. But one part I caught was being anointed for the position. You Mm -hmm. have to be anointed. Many are called, but few are chosen. So you just can't take no anybody to to do God's will. You have to be anointed and have the spirit of discernment to know that you have been called. So I thank God for the word of God. And every morning I'm blessed to just to hear the word of God because we have an opportunity, we have a choice, and we have a responsibility to do God's will. So no one's going to force it on you. It's a choice. So I thank God for you on this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, uh, Elder Jonathan. This is is gloriously graced Gloria. Good morning. Good morning, glorious graced Gloria. I appreciate the word that um, you delivered to us from Abba. It has blessed my soul. Just the understanding that grace grace is my inability is covered by God's ability. I can do anything and everything that God has graced me for. That's mm-hmm. the that's the thing to make sure that I know that I'm that that the assignment is the assignment God gave me. So I am grateful to you for this word this morning. I thank God for his word and I thank God for um those times that that you're coming today and that as we will will hear you in the future. I appreciate you. God bless you, bro. I'm going back on me. God bless you. Amen. So if there's no one, is there no other um, responses or requests? The Claire Victory family, I just want to thank you so much um, for allowing uh, myself the past and allow Elder Jonathan the grace and the space to share on this triumphant Tuesday. We thank you. Elder Jonathan, thank you for coming and sharing the heart of God with us on this morning. We absolutely love and adore you. Um, you stuck with us now. And so uh, <laughs> we want to say thank you again. And to know that today is an absolute triumphant Tuesday because you have been graced. You have been graced by God and God has covered our inability. And with that being said, have a triumphant Tuesday. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, guys. Have a good Tuesday. I love you. Have a blessed
Pray 